Have you ever felt like you've got more in the tank and you know that there's more potential in you, especially in business? Jack came to set the standard and he ended up tripling his business within a couple of months. He has an email marketing company. Some of the tools and the tactics and the mindsets that we teach, we teach every two to three weeks in a free mindset webinar. This is an invite to you to come to that webinar. Just click the link below. It's the first link in the description and I'd love to see you guys there. Can't wait. Do you ever get tempted to be really lazy or watch heaps of TV shows or anime or play video games or binge eat all of the food and it feels like it's sort of, you've got these goals or you want to achieve these things, but for some reason you're like, why does this keep happening and why don't I not have the energy to move forward? Now, this is a story all about temptation and not your relationship with food, and not exactly your relationship with video games or, or whatever it is, whatever distraction that you have. It's all got to do with your relationship to temptation. Now, there's a really good quote. Temptation is, ju- is just one more to anything. I'm going to tell you some stories of myself and when I was younger, things that I've integrated and completely shifted and changed, which I hope brings you some perception shifts and there's a pretty insane story, some of them. I hope it gives you some perception shifts. I hope you understand that it's like you can integrate this stuff. And when people say you don't change or you can't change, it's an absolute lie and a load of bullshit. You 100% can. So I remember being so addicted to junk food because when I was younger and I was competing in dance, uh, dancing and acting and singing, I saved up a lot of money. So I was working since I was the age of 10. And I saved up a few thousand dollars. And I remember when I was like 14 or 15, I spent all of it at at McDonald's at the Bay, which is like a, a beach we'd used to go to on weekends to socialize at, at the Bay, the beach has been McDonald's there and tram and tram and train tickets. Cause I had a bank card, all the things, look at me, independent man, uh, with all the money that I got from acting and I spent all of it <laughs> like a few thousand dollars on McDonald's. And I'm telling you, we were, I would get like a, a big Mac and I'd put it inside a quarter pounder. And then I would have like two to three, Mick, or I'd get like a Big Mac, put it inside a quarter pounder and we'd call it the glopper. I'd get a McChicken and I'd put that inside a quarter pounder and then I'd have two more McChickens. <laughs> I didn't really get the chips or anything. I was like, well, chips don't really fill me up. So I'm just going to smash burgers. So I'd just get like five to six burgers and eat that three to four times a day. And I'd buy everyone else burgers as well because we're at McDonald's. I'm like, yeah, burgers and nuggets and fries on me, guys. Crazy. When I think about that, I'm like, what the hell what were we thinking? I just, I thought the money would keep coming in. And then as I got older, having that experience, I remember like through, like through singing, dancing and acting, like my dad would pick me up late from singing, dancing, acting. Cause I would be in this, I'd like finish school early on like Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. And then I'd go drive into town for me, which I lived in Adelaide. It was like an hour away from where I was currently at school. And then I would go and do training and lessons for like four to like three to four hours at night. So we were doing like 16 hour days. And I remember dad would be driving home some nights and he'd be like, let's go to hungry Jack's. And he'd be like, I bet you can't finish this burger. And I'm like, I bet you I can. And I'd smash like the biggest burger. And he's like, how did you put that thing in you, man? And I was like, Oh yeah. Um, with the burgers. So crazy. So that then translated into my early twenties and, and bodybuilding. And like, yes, I sort of had a good, I had a good relationship with food from what I knew, but I just didn't know about food and the consequences of it. So I didn't really worry too much, like too bad about my, my body image and the rest of it. However, I would just binge it because I could always eat as much as I, as much as I wanted. I would still remain real fit and healthy. So I would watch anime and I would 
play Skyrim until the cows come home. And I'd run through like 10 packets of noodles, an entire tub of Ben and Jerry's, an entire tub of Greek yogurt, Zuper dupers, which are just ice blocks and snacks for days. Like I'd run through those on like a, cons- a consistent night. And I remember like driving home, whether I was at friends or I was out like dancing, going to, you know, clubbing in the city. <laughs> and anytime I would drive home or even I'd go to work, I used to work in a surf store. And anytime I'd get home or I'd drive home, I'd swing past McDonald's, I'd swing past Hungry Jack's, I'd swing past an Indian place and I'd go past Hungry Jack's and I'd order something like, you know, a Rodeo burger, some sort of cheeseburgers. And I would remember going through the drive-thru ordering some burgers, I'd eat them in the car and then I'd drive through again and order some more before I go home. And I'd be like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. I didn't know anything about calories, even though I competed in bodybuilding in one shows, like I just listened to what my coach said. I didn't really learn, you know, well, I did learn a lot of things, but I didn't apply any of that knowledge. I was like, oh, well, I'm not like competing right now. So I don't have to worry about this. So I didn't worry about tracking or any of that stuff. And so, and I still maintained a really good physique. Even so, just because I was training so hard, but my health and my energy was shocking. I was sleeping all the time at university. Remember that while I was at university, I remember on my breaks at work, when I used to work in a surf store, I would go out the back, I'd lay behind shoe aisles, right? I'd lay behind shoe aisles and I'd have a nap for 10 minutes. I'm like, when I have a 15 minute break, I'd be like, oh, just set a timer quickly, 10 minutes and then have a nap and get up. So my whole health was just shot. And I ended up being so lazy for it. I remember even though I passed uni with honors and graduated with honors, I still remember it was such a slog and felt like I had no energy because sleep was out, food was out. And then because sleep and food was out, I would lean into the temptations of, oh, I want to play a video game to get my mind going. Oh, I want to watch anime or movies for a long period of time because it's it's an escape. It's just an escape for me. And all of that laziness and all of that those things are all side effects of anger. What? Anger shows its form in boredom. It shows its form in sarcasm. It shows its form in self-sabotage. It shows itself in self-loathing. And I had all this anger because I had all of this passion to do and be and achieve more. My dreams were always to be extremely successful, have people working for me, work with my best friends and create and work on something that's going to truly change the world. Like I always wanted to do something like that. And I never really saw it come to like like fruition at all until I hit my mid twenties and completed uni because of all this stuff that was going on. And I just remember being in that position, like now thinking, I was like, how come no one told me I had to figure it all out myself. Well, no one told me because one, I never asked for help and I never identified what was happening. Number two was I had all these expectations from other areas in my life that were so, what's the word I'm looking for there? That were so unimportant, but I assumed that were really important at the time, like seeing my friends, drinking, popularity, all the rest of like those things. And what is crazy is that all of this still shows up for people now. How this shows up for me is like when I go to the, the store and I say instead I get like two Rodeo burgers, I'll get like a health bar or like a sparkling water. It shows up for me. I'll grab like two sparkling waters or I'm like, mm, one protein bar, I'll get two protein bars. So there's still parts of you that, that change for what you're buying. However, depending on what you are buying and what you are creating and, and what you're using with those reflect on who you are. And I, 
none of this would have changed for me. And I wouldn't have been in a position where now I'm so proud of myself. I'm the healthiest person I know. I, my relationship with temptation is great, especially when it comes to women, the feminine and the temptress. Like I don't talk about this much anymore because I, I just don't like talking about it that much because I feel like I've like transcended that. And I don't really like having like uh, entertaining these conversations, but having conversations around like porn and masturbating. Like I haven't done those things for years. I decided, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to do these. They're not serving me. So that is another thing that, that, that you have a really good relationship, really good relationship with, with, I would say work ethic at the time from going from laziness to working to way too much not out of the fact that it's like a self-sacrifice working. It is you just so love and so passionate about your work that it's sort of like the Limitless movie when the guy has a Limitless pill and he's like, man, I've got to remember to eat. I've got to remember to exercise. And if I do these things, then this Limitless pill drug is really going to work for me. And if I remember those, I'm sweet. It's the same thing with, well, I believe when you're really passionate about work and putting yourself into something is like still remember to put that time in for yourself. And if you can do that, success is just going to absolutely come your way. So I've done these things, built the business and I feel so alive. My life is so fun. I have like the greatest relationship with my partner and, 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 and all these things have happened because I worked on myself with self-development, leadership development and personal development and what that looks like. Cause I wanted to tell you guys, cause you might go, well, what personal development did you do? How'd you get and improve your relationship with temptation? So to improve your relationship with temptation, it all comes down to, I believe, self-awareness and just highlighting these things and deciding to make the decision to move forward. Now, how do you do this? And it's all got to do with putting pen to paper. And if you're someone who hasn't put pen to paper in a long period of time, this is your chance, this is your opportunity where you can start to move forward on those. For hundreds, for like, like thousands of years, all the greatest thinkers, the greatest people were people who who written, who wrote stuff down. And what I understand is in order to let's say be immortal or have your name or anything last for a, a longer period of time, because you know, one day we're all just going to be, I guess, forgotten and, and not remembered for whatever we're doing. But if you would like to extend that, or you'd like to truly make an impact and be proud before you die, you've got to write stuff down. Now there is a direct link between your brain and when you write things down. And what I completed was Jordan Peterson's self-authoring program. I remember doing that and studying university. And when I was studying at university, we also did a lot of personal development and leadership and uh, motivation, motivational subjects. I remember I love those subjects because they directly relate to personal development. I remember just learning so much about myself was give you all of these tools and these techniques to move forward, which is extremely important. So if you haven't written down before, one thing I do highly suggest is doing something like Jordan Peterson's uh, self-authoring course. Now, reading reading motivational books, going to seminars, all of just those small things that sometimes get overlooked, it's, it actually is really that simple. Now, with Jordan Peterson's self-authoring program, I remember what he did in there was basically write out all your past, you write out all the stuff that's happening currently, and then you like write out all of your future. And there's just a technique to go through that. And Another way to do that is actually to join my Set the Standard community because we run through a lot of work on temptation. We run through a lot of work through writing out certain things and having certain prompts so that so that you can get really clear like past, future in, in a way that I think is a lot more quickly because Jordan Peterson's self-authoring program did take me like six, seven months to complete. There's a lot of writing to do there. And I believe you can take those lessons and, and shrink them down, which is, you know, we took inspiration from that for some of the exercises that we've done. And that's all it is. And that's how you can improve your relationship with temptation. And when you surround yourself with the right people, for example, who have good relationship with temptations, who stick stick to their guns and 
and follow through with their word and, and make sure that they're not self-sabotaging is you can improve your relationship with temptation as well. So I hope you guys got something out of this podcast. I hope you learned something new and really related to some of the things that I was talking about. If you do, please leave a comment below, chuck a like or like or subscribe or follow the podcast page that you're listening to. Thank you so much. See you in the next one. Thank you so much for getting this far into the podcast. As a token of my appreciation for the loyal listeners, you can get a $50 discount of your first month inside the Set the Standard community. That'll help you double your business and reprogram your mind. We have two live group coaching calls per month, eight modules and challenges, and an exclusive network where you can meet all the men who are setting the standard in here. Please use the code PODCAST, capital P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get the first $50 off of your first month. Can't wait to see you guys in there.